0: Talking with Topher is sponsored by SlowdownClothing.BigCartel.com, New Hampshire Vape Gallery, and NaturalBossNH.com. More on that later. Let's get into episode one twenty-six. again. <laughs> Is happening TWT fans it is so good to be back on this September 1st 2022 and how are all of you I hope everything out there has been going well um I do have to say that I had a really really good week um but before I get into any of that let me start off by saying thank you Thank you to all my subscribers out there. I greatly appreciate you. You are the reason I come back week after week. So keep spreading the word and helping the podcast grow. I greatly appreciate it. Uh, If you're new to the podcast, remember to hit that subscribe button. It's the one thing I'm asking everybody to do. It's the most important thing you can do for me. And uh, so be clicking it. All right, if you want to do a little bit more, go ahead and set those alarms so you know when all the new episodes, shorts, guests, anything shows up to the channel, you'll get notified. So click that little notification and, of course, share, rate, review the podcast. Uh all of that helps it grow, and I need your help to be doing it. If you want to get more involved with the podcast, that's right. Maybe you want to be a guest, maybe you want some advice, whatever it happens to be, you need to send that email over to talkin wittofer at gmail.com. That's talkingwittofer at gmail.com. And if you want to, go ahead and follow me. I'm on social media: Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. Again, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. Uh, and with all that being said, let's get into today's episode. Oh, man, what an amazing, amazing week I had. Um, I don't know about anybody else, but I had to work an extra day at New Hampshire Vape Gallery. And, you know, I really utilized all my time. I got so much done. Uh, and I did a whole lot more, you know, uh, just getting... Uh, paint freshened up. Uh, there was a door frame that needed some love. I got that done. And we have a support poll. Um, like, if you're checking out and you turn around real quickly, it's right there. And I don't know why, but uh, we always painted it white. It was just a thing. It's always painted white. And so many people ran into it uh, so many people almost ran into it. And then other people would just be like, you know, avoid it. But I just saw multiple people like run into it hard. Like, I don't know where they're going after they check out, but boy, did they about face and just step on it. And they clock themselves, you know, run right into it. One guy got shoulder checked by this thing. And I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. It's a support beam. So if they were capable of moving it or it didn't stop them, I guess I would be worried. Um, so it does make me feel better that that thing has absolutely no movement whatsoever when somebody runs into it. And is it funny? Yeah. Yeah, it's entertaining. But at the same time that I'm trying not to laugh at them and I'm more trying to... Make sure they're okay, you know, because I have to be, uh, you know, I can't just laugh at them. I have to make sure they're okay uh, because, you know, they just walked into a support beam and I don't want them to, I don't know, just be upset by the whole experience because they were just shoulder checked by this support beam. So what I did was is I, I painted it to look like the wall. So now it's a neon, it's our green uh, kind of like what's going on here in the podcast. I seem to be drifting towards red and green, which uh, on one one side, I really like the color combo, but on the other, I'm like, it's not Christmas. And then I'm like, why am I so into green? Green's always been my favorite color, but now my, my everything's changing with that, and I'll get into that in a moment. But So I paint this uh, support beam, you know, make it look like it's got black, trim. I, I made it look like it's got uh, molding up at the top. I painted it the same color as the walls. And I will have to say uh, that when I got done on that, uh, done with that on, I think it was Friday, uh, nobody walked into that pole come uh, Friday uh, morning. I finished it on Thursday. So Friday morning and Saturday uh, all day, uh, it was completely painted and nobody walked into it. And I was like, oh, great. I think I, I think I helped the store, um, you know, a little bit there, but it it came out really good. I, I don't know what it is about painting. I absolutely hate it. And, um, it's very tedious. All the work is in the taping. So if you're not taping properly, your paint job might come out like shit. I will have to say I've gotten a lot better at edging, Um, you know, and you, uh, bring two paint colors to a corner. I don't need to tape off one wall in order to bring that corner to a completion. But I, I just have to say that like, it's, it's nice to be able to do these things. Like working in big corporations have, has shown me how to like shut, uh, something down so that customers can't like, you know, they don't get, they don't touch it, whatever. So it was it was chaos in there for about three days. Um, I, I was I was ripping apart uh, juice shelves and painting, uh, moving them down, painting them, you know, putting everything back. I got the pole all surrounded by stools with wet paint signs. I've got the front door. Uh, being a jar most of the time because I'm filling the frame with uh, caulking and then I gotta paint the inside and the outside of that frame so it was a construction zone at the shop for like pretty much three days. Um, but I made it work and uh, it was it was really nice to be done with everything on Saturday uh, and being able to uh, just enjoy uh, selling people merchandise. I was hoping to, get some more work done because, you know, the, the thing about, uh, you know, doing podcast stuff and having a full-time job is that I'm trying to almost make them blend together. But unfortunately, you know, I got an extra order on Saturday, which wasn't extra. It just showed up a day later than I was anticipating. But I was like, Oh, I knew you would show up, you know, the, the, usps uh driver shows up and just as i'm getting ready to open up the laptop and maybe start working on my header and everything else i got going on in the youtube page i'm not that happy with it i did put it up it's new um but it's not done the way i like it so i've got to do a little bit more nitpicking on that but um yeah so she shows up with the order And I'm like, oh, cool. Uh, I knew this was going to happen. She's like, oh, I'm so sorry for ruining your day. And I'm like, oh, no, you didn't ruin my day. It's just that I had a funny feeling that, uh, you know, I was going to have to do more work. So, I mean, that's what I'm at work to do. I'm at work to do work. But, you know, every every now and then I want to be like I did so much extra that I was like, yes, I can finally take this afternoon just deal with the customers, check make sure everything's front and faced and then I can work on my podcast art. Well, I use 3D Paint. And I don't know if anybody knows anything about Paint or any of the programs out there for doing thumbnails art and all the rest of the stuff that uh, you can do you do for podcasting and stuff like that. But what I'm running into is is that 3D Paint just sucks. It's horrible. Um, uh, I mean, I could get into a million reasons why I hate it. Right. So what I'm throwing out there right now is, is does anybody know of any free paint programs that are actually reasonable to work with? Right. Because you can get anything for free. But then, you know, you finish a picture, and then that's when they want you to pay for it. I want 100% free, um, but gives me more options than 3D paint. Um, So if anybody has any ideas about that, uh, let me know. You can leave comments. You can hit me up uh, on on social media. You can send an email. Uh, But I am just really struggling with 3D paint. I feel like uh, it's not user-friendly. I also feel like uh, uh, it's very limited to what it's allowed to do. Like if I import a picture, I can manipulate that picture. But if I import another picture, I can't go back to that first picture and start manipulating it again. It's already made it part of the canvas. So the only way to manipulate it a second time is I have to get rid of it and then... It's, so, it's just so frustrating. So if anybody out there has a better idea of on how to make this easier, I am all ears um, because right now what I'm working with sucks and I dislike it and I don't like the way a lot of the things that I'm working on or trying to make better um, are coming out. So if you have any advice on that, I would gladly take it. Um, but off of this art subject... I think everybody's noticed. I'm going to put it up on the screen right now. This right here, if you look in the lower right-hand corner. Yeah, there I am. uh, This is Tony Savaro's uh, art that he did uh, for me. uh, And I am just so pumped about it. I'm so pumped about it that I'm just trying to get it out into everybody's face. Uh, Tony... Savaros is is a tattoo artist. He's the... uh, I don't know if he's a co-owner or the owner of slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. All right. And he is now doing the art for Talking With Topher. And I am so pumped. Um, So, not only are these guys absolutely amazing, uh, one of my biggest uh, sponsors for the podcast, but now... Uh, Tony's doing my art I think there's going to be more to come I'm going to play around with what he's given me and I'm going to incorporate it in every inch of my YouTube page Uh, but I want to give him credit and say thank you Tony uh, very much for all the support you've given me and uh, for just just everything Uh, the promo codes right you guys go shop at slowdown don't forget to put in Topher, T-O-P-H-E-R, before you check out. And thank you for all the art and everything else that you've been doing. I'm looking forward to all the new slowdown clothing. Um, and I'm looking forward to uh, having you sponsor the podcast uh, from here on uh, till ever, I hope. Um, but, yeah, so I want to give a shout-out to my biggest sponsor uh, now, getting more involved with the podcast, uh, doing the art. And uh, always, always uh, helping the podcast out more and more. So, again, slow down, Tony. Thank you so much. I appreciate this so, so much. Slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. That's slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. You're not sure how to spell it? It's right here at the bottom of the screen. Or, Click the link in the description below the video. It's just that easy. And now, before you check out, you're going to want to put in promo code T-O-P-H-E-R and get 10% off your purchase. I absolutely love this website. They have the most amazing products I've ever seen. They've got all new hats, all new shirts, all new kids' tees. Speaking of kids' tees, the kids are going back to school. Did you get them new clothes? Well, if you did, you got them at the wrong place. You should have gotten them. Slow down, clothing. Yeah, you want your kids to be the cool one in school, right? Have all your friends be going home and, mom, mom, I saw Tyler's shirt and oh my god, it's, just, it's a little monkey and he, oh, I loved it. Yeah, we gotta go to slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com, mom. We gotta go. We gotta get these shirts. That's how I'm gonna be the cool kid in the class. And this goes for all of you out there as well, and even not in school. You want to wear the dopest clothing ever? Tattooed-inspired prints, amazing skateboards, sweatpants, sweatshirts, board shorts, towels. They've got it all. They've got everything. They're always putting out new and amazing prints. Their quality is Top notch. That's right. The shirt wears out before the colors do. It's amazing. And I will tell you firsthand that it is some of my favorite clothing I've ever worn. But you can only get this stuff right here at slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. That's slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. And before you check out, remember to put in promo code TOPHER and get 10% off your Slowdown purchase today. New Hampshire Vape Gallery is located at 180 Lafayette Road, Seabrook, New Hampshire, down the street from Home Depot, and next to Smoke Rings, where we're open seven days a week from 10.30 to 8 p.m., and we've got everything you're looking for. So feel free to give us a call, 603-814-4171. Are you looking for new vapes? Are you looking for all the coils? Are you looking for vape juice that's flavored? Maybe menthol? Huh? hard to get these days more and more states keep putting on flavor bands but not us in here in new hampshire that's right we got all the flavors we got all the menthols we've got it all and i've got it all in stock for you today maybe you've got an older device we might have coils for but i will tell you this much right now if we have the product in our store we've got all the coils for it right now especially if it's brand new and it just hit the market we've Got them. I have had a lot of people come into the store lately looking for products that nobody else has. Well, you I guess you can find them right here at New Hampshire Vape Gallery. I am so happy to say that. Um, our stock is always up. Our D8 is selection is giant now. That's right. I've got the Goliath coming from Savage. It's gonna have two cartridges in it with a battery. We've got loose leaf, we've got pre rolls we've got chillums, we've got cartridges, we've got everything you are looking for in the D8 world. We are carrying it now and forever. Just more and more exciting things coming to New Hampshire Vape Gallery every day, every week. And I'm super excited to share it all with all of you. So come on in to New Hampshire Vape Gallery, located at 180 Lafayette Road, Seabrook, New Hampshire, down the street from Home Depot and next to Smoke Rings, where we're open seven days a week from 1030 to 8 p.m. And as always, I look forward to seeing you there. NaturalBossNH.com. That's N-A-T-U-R-A-L-B-O-S-S-N-H.com. Are you looking for the best organic products ever? Well, Natural Boss has them. That's right. You're looking for an amazing beard oil? I know I was. And now, it's amazing. My beard is because of that oil. And then, of course, you got a foot and body soak, which I'm telling you, it melts those stressful days away. What? You have cracking skin? they got a salve. That'll help with that. And then, of course, if you don't have cracking skin... Well, then use the body balm or the lip balm, and that's going to keep your lips or your skin nice and moist so that it doesn't crack. And all of these products are available right now at naturalbossnh.com. That's N-A-T-U-R-A-L-B-O-S-S-N-H dot com. So go support small business, buy amazing organic products, and don't just buy one Buy all five today. Oh, Adam ended up coming to jujitsu. Um, I don't know if I talked about this, but yeah, he came to class. He loved it, and uh, he found out uh, how uh, much endurance he actually has. Um, so real quick, because I do feel like I've already talked about this, but he came. Uh, we did some you know, technique and stuff. Uh, I actually kind of got me. I didn't get made fun of, but like I was getting in line, you know, like we do, uh, for our ranks. And when I stepped up into my spot, um, uh, I was, uh, everybody's like, uh, not everybody, but Tim and, uh, uh, Laura were like, why are you leaving your buddy? Now I, I mind you, this was weeks ago, so I probably already did talk about this. So I apologize, but I don't apologize at the same time. Um, <laughs> If you know what I mean, I can't remember everything. Uh, But yeah, so he ended up finding out that, you know, it took a lot more out of him than he was anticipating. And we did a couple like um, specific trainings and he was gassed by the end of the class. Uh, He had to go and uh, puke a little bit. I don't know if he puked, but he said he felt like he was going to. So that probably didn't lead up to that. Um, But he really enjoyed it. He was thinking about finding a school near him, which I totally encourage and absolutely 100% get behind. You don't have to sign up at my school. Um, This is just the place where you got to try it out, right? So I don't know how that came about. I got to talk to Adam about that, but he did end up coming and uh, he found out that there is a lot of work that you do uh, in jujitsu and his endurance was not where it needed to be. But class today was amazing. I ended up. Uh, getting out of a triangle. Oh man, that felt good. It felt good. You know, when when someone's got you in a triangle and you feel that squeeze getting tight, it, there is literally a split second, maybe even half a second, for you to. What I like to do is, is I, I I'm almost I'm almost starting to stand in a, in a way, right? So they're locked up. And, and they're trying to get my arm across. Um, and I, I'll, I'll get to almost, a, like, flat feet, right? And as soon as you start to stand, you, you want to throw. I throw my feet, right? So it's like a quick, it's like a hop to your feet. And then you hop again and you throw their, your feet to their uh, armpits, and Because the back sometimes is just not strong enough. You're, not, you're, you're already fighting the arm being thrown across the neck. You've only got one arm left. Some people are really good, and they got that arm tied up already. So you have, like, no fighting capabilities here except for your feet. So I throw it into the armpits, and as I'm pushing my heels into their armpits, I am pushing with all my might, throwing my shoulders and pushing my back, As hard as I can as I'm extending my legs and I'm just trying to throw my head into the floor is basically all I'm doing. I'm using every ounce of anything that I got and it fucking worked today. And it felt so good to accomplish that because, man, I've tried that so many times. There's been a few times where it kinda worked, but it was more like the person couldn't hold it anymore. It wasn't like I actually broke free. It was more they let go. Um, but this time he was not letting go and I actually broke free. And when we were done, he was like, What was that? And I go, That's 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 just my way of getting out a triangle. I saw it once and I've been using it here and there. I don't get stuck in too many triangles. I do have to say Um, My length and stuff, people love ankle locks and arm bars and stuff like that with me. Um, So when I do get put into a triangle, I have to use my length to get the fuck out of that thing as fast as possible. But like I said, you don't have any time to think about it. I mean, it's going to be instant, instant. As soon as they start to lock up that triangle, you're going to... almost to standing and throwing your feet. It's fast. It's fast. So I, I just, I caught it. I only caught one heel. So I had to fight to get that other heel in. But as soon as I got the other heel in, bam, I was able to break that triangle. And I mean, it led to a scramble. Um, it wasn't like, you know, I got into a, uh, but I, I'm in a better position now. I did get into a better position, but I wasn't in a, in a dominant position. So, I mean, I don't really care. I just want to get out of triangle, you know, keep him from tapping me. But then it's like as soon as we got back into that role again, uh, I, I felt him going for a basic choke and I was like, Oh, all right, and I do 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 and I did something and I, I I moved my head and it was just enough for him to slip that hand underneath my chin. And as soon as he did that, I went, Oh no. And it was just tap. I was like, "Damn it!" But good for him. You know what I mean. This is how we learn. This is how uh, you progress in jujitsu. Is you're not you're not losing. You're learning, right? So you're always learning. Um, and and this is just how we learn. Unfortunately, you know, I, I I he tapped me, and that's just how it goes. But I like being able to talk about. If you want to call it a loss, call it a loss, but I like to talk about all of the things that don't go right for me as much as I like to talk about the things that went right for me because I just feel like that's just as important as what uh, went right for me as what didn't go right for me, right? I made a mistake. I allowed him to lock up that basic choke and as soon as it happened, I went, you know, you just, you're just, damn it. I knew I shouldn't have done that, or why did I do it like that? I you know what I mean? But now that seed is planted, and I remember, I remember that grip. I remember what happened, and I remember what caused it to happen. So this is how I build my defense game. Because I will have to say, I do not have an attacker's game. I have a defense game, and I think that's one of the reasons why I want to go into some competitions and stuff. Is because I'm just like, if I'm in competition, I can't be allowing somebody to get on my side and, you know, uh, trying to get. No, I have to be aggressive. I have to get in there and I have to do something in order for this person to react and, and, and I have to attack them. So I'm going to do this for myself to push myself out of my comfort zone of my jujitsu game because I'm just, I'm too, oh, okay, you, you, all right, I'll let you do this because I can escape from here and what what what, what does professor say? He says uh I I like to put myself in uh, I am un- I am comfortable in uncomfortable positions. And it's a good thing, but it also can be a very bad thing because if you're comfortable in uncomfortable positions, well then I keep putting myself in uncomfortable positions because I'm like, I can get out of this. Or I know when they go for this, I can go to here and I can get out. But, I mean, that's not a good jujitsu game. It's great for if you get into a fight on the street maybe because, I I mean, I know that that person, uh, I mean, if they got training, we could go through all different scenarios. But just a basic scenario of somebody attacking you on the street. I mean, my defense is pretty good, but what good is it if they just keep attacking you, right? So, I don't know. I got all kinds of things I'm working on right now. You know, I have to say that uh, I've got about 13 more days, so about two more weeks, uh, coming up on six years separated from alcohol. I am going to talk about this a few times. Uh, throughout the month of September, it is a big uh, milestone for me. Um, it has been a uh, very uh, strenuous, stressful, long, uh, I don't know if it was a I, I, hard road. It was a hard, hard road. And I know I've told everybody, you know, I don't think of thing. I do. I think of everything. I think of all kinds of shit all the time. I'm always thinking about my sobriety. I'm always thinking about when I get to 10 years, I'm always thinking about the day that I didn't drink. Um, you know, I'm always thinking about it. It's always there. It is this monster that lives inside of me that I've suppressed pretty good. Uh, but every now and then just creeps back up on me and is like, Hey, how you doing? You know, just checking up. Uh, yeah. You need me? And I'm like, no, go the fuck away. Um, but I've gotten really good at um, doing that. I've gotten really good at it. Like, you know, uh, I've said multiple times, like, I can go down the liquor store aisle. I, I don't go to the liquor store per se, but the grocery store, um, you know, being around people who are drinking doesn't bother me too much. I will say that I still kind of get aggravated. I think it's more when they finally get drunk, then I kind of disassociate. I'm like, I I can't even have a conversation with you. And then I go, wow, is that how I was? And it's like, yes. Yeah, yeah you, Why? It, don't even ask that question, right? And uh, so, but it's, it's coming up. I'm getting excited. The other thing... There's another thing coming up. We're going to be uh, getting ready for the uh, second five-day water fast coming in November. I'm pumped about that because I always like to get it out of the way before Thanksgiving. Um, but it's also, what, we've got 21 or 20 days left. Um, you know, Labor Day weekend's coming up, so I hope everybody out there has fun. Uh, and be safe and... Uh, You know, I hate using these terms, the unofficial end of summer. Okay, some people think it's the official end of summer because you're so close to official when you use unofficial. What if somebody misses the un? I don't know how many people I had tell me that summer is almost over. And I'm like, what are we talking about? Of course, last week we had over a month left of summer. Because it's not over until September twenty second or twenty the twenty first or twenty second. I can't remember which. Yeah, sure, camping season's over. Kids are all back in school. But summer. Summer is not over. No, not even close. We got until the twenty first or twenty second of September left of summer. We get three months of each season, people. Three. Three of fall, three of winter, three of spring, three of summer. No matter how you cut it up, it doesn't matter. We get three, 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 three. That's 12. So I just think it's so funny when people are like, oh, summer's over. That's it. It's like, no, no, it's not. The kids are back in school. Camping is over. Fine. Fine. I'll give you that. But summer is not over until the, almost the end of this month. So enjoy the rest of your summer while you still can, okay? Um, anyways, let's get into Topher's topics. My first one today is, well, with drought, win, uh, summer heat. I mean, this heat will not stop. It is absolutely insane. It is like 90-something degrees out right now. All the rain that we got is already evaporated. My grass is even more dead. Even the crabgrass is dying, but it is that time of year. But this is what's going on in California. Would you rip up your lawn for $6 a square foot? Welcome to drought-stricken California. Okay, first off, before I even get into this video, there's been a lot of people that are watering their lawns illegally and guess what it's not hard for them to find out who's being who's illegally watering their lawn they're just going to the greenest lawn in the neighborhood and they're like hey everybody else's lawn is dead and yours is green you're not supposed to be watering so that's happening too they're holding people accountable for illegally watering and maintaining their lawn during a drought and the shutoff. You know what I mean? Whatever the fuck that's called. We get them here in New Hampshire, too. We'll have, like, uh, certain districts will be, like, odd days are allowed to water, even days we're not allowed to water. We'll have things like that. I hope you give me $6 a square foot and you cover the entire thing in AstroTurf. Right, Because I think an AstroTurf will allow the water to go through. It'll keep anything else from growing. And, I mean, I've thought about this myself. As long as the dogs can still shit and piss on it and water can run through it, I'm totally down for fake faux grass all over the place around here. But... With my dogs having to be uh, using that as the bathroom, you know, the water's got to be able to run through it. You don't want puddles of piss building up. And then I don't want the rainwater to pile up on top of it either. I want that to be able to run through and get to the soil. So, And I think that would help wash away the dog urine and stuff like that. So I have thought about this for a long time. It's very expensive, but the government's going to help out with it. Why not? All right, enough of me rambling. Let's get into this. New this
1: morning, more than 4 million people in Southern California are being asked to cut outdoor watering for 15 days next month as officials work to repair a leaky pipeline from the Colorado River. Yeah, but some California cities are taking things a step further and paying their residents to replace their lawns altogether cnn's mike valerio takes us there well this critical repair is expected to happen between september 6th and the twentieth and one of the reasons we picked this backdrop right here is to show you just part of the expanse that is going to be affected by this so as we zoom in right in front of us this is culver city california just about forty thousand people and as we zoom in a little farther Just to the right of these Century City skyscrapers, that is Beverly Hills, which which is just above 30,000 people. Both of these communities within the several dozen that will be without Colorado River water for the middle of next month. So as we have more and more of these shortages and you look at this green expanse, more people are tearing out their green lawns, replacing them with native plants that use far less water. You're going to hear from a homeowner who's just doing that exact thing in
0: addition to a potential vision of the future watch wait a minute what do you mean you're you're going to plant more plants so are we just throwing down bark mulch and bushes cuz no I'm not doing that either and why would you why would you plant more plants if you're ripping up your lawn do you want to water the mud wouldn't it make more sense for maybe, I don't know, rip up your lawn, tell me how big it is, and instead of paying you, we're just going to get you AstroTurf. I don't know. I just don't, I don't, I don't know. I wouldn't plant more plants. i tell you that much. Be like, oh, good. One less thing to fucking take care of, man. Right? Although I didn't want to say goodbye to my beautiful lawn, it was like a park. Uh, I I realized that the grass wasn't going to make it, and so I decided to um, change the landscape and put in some arid plants.
1: What we want is in the future people to be walking down the street, taking their dog or kids for a walk, and when you do see a yard that's turf, that's not the normal. That's, out of, that's the Abbey normal. So we want something a little different. So we can all sympathize with Doreen Jansen, who is having her lawn torn out right now, but it will save so much in terms of protecting the water supply. Oh and my there God. are so many incentives, our CNN reporting has shown, for people to rip out their lawns. Municipalities across Southern California paying people now, Amra and Boris, between $2 and $6 a square foot. One of our colleagues the other day interviewed a homeowner outside of Palm Springs, about two hours away from here, who's expecting a check for 24 Thousand dollars for taking out his green grass, replacing it with artificial turf that takes nothing to water, of course, because it's artificial. This is just one of the ways that people are putting into practice protections for this very fragile and scarce water source. Well,
0: that is just crazy. Holy shit. So you're telling me that the amount of lawn. That they have. I mean, if you're getting paid 6 bucks, And you got $24,000. So, how much does the turf cost? And you have to pay to have it ripped out, right? So, if you have to pay to have it ripped out. And you have to pay to have AstroTurf installed. And then they're turning around and they're going to cut you a check for $24,000. Well, then I guess I would hope that that would be less than $24,000. So you at least make some money off your lawn. I don't know. I just don't know. doesn't sound like enough money. You know? And it's like, how many people are going to do this? And you're going to have to. It's just like anything else. When you when the government says that they're going to do something for you, you have to go through and do it yourself. So, a uh, uh, quick example. You are driving on the road. You pop your tire. You can call that district. Right? You can call the town hall of the city, whatever, and you can tell them, "I was driving on this road, I hit a pothole, and now my tire is popped." I have to get a new tire. The city then will be like, okay, well, we'll reimburse you for that tire because we got to get that paw hole taken care of now, um, and we'll, we'll pay for the replacement of that tire. But you have to go and get the tire. You have to get the receipts. You have to get everything done. Then you have to bring us all that information. We'll go over that information, and then if we agree with it, We'll pay for it because it was our fault. It, I mean, is that going to be the same situation? So you just shell out, thir- let's just say, $14,000 to have your lawn torn up and to have AstroTurf torn uh, thrown down. And now you're like, yes, I'm going to get twenty four grand. That means I make $10,000 off of ripping up my lawn. Completely worth it. Worth it. How long before you actually get the check from the government? Is it going to be a quick turnaround? Is this something you're going to be waiting a year and a half, two years for? Like, what are we talking about here? I wish they had a little bit more information on that. I don't see this as being a bad thing coming from a person who hates taking care of his lawn. Hates watering it, uh, watching it die, watching the dogs piss and shit all over it, watching it die. Um, absolutely could live without a live lawn. I would love AstroTurf. Like I said, I think this would be absolutely amazing in my backyard. But at what cost? You know? So I don't know exactly how this is all going to pan out. I do know that California uh, definitely has more droughts, and I heard that the Colorado River uh, drying up uh, is, is is really putting people into, like, a shell shock. There was a guy I was, or a customer, I should say, I was talking to uh, Friday or Saturday last week, and he was talking about how um, he was telling me how uh, where he lives, they always wind up with water restrictions because of the simple fact that they are the last uh, it's not community the last district um um that gets water off of what i think he was talking about the colorado river i could be wrong uh so don't quote me on this but he was talking about how they're the last ones uh near the river so they always wind up with water restrictions because everybody before them is already consuming all the water. They're the last ones to get water from the river, or whatever, however this works. And so they always, their their district always gets these water restrictions. They can't water their lawns at all. They can't do this. They have to go, they have to have quick showers. It, it, it's all being mandated because their community is the last ones um, um furthest away from the river so they're the last ones to be getting water intake so they're always under restrictions no matter what time of the year it is and i never even thought of that never thought of that oh yeah wow yeah the river runs and if you are the last the the people furthest away from the water supply and everybody else is using the water before you well then that district or county are always always going to be under water restrictions so actually when i was talking to him about it he was like i've been thinking about it myself because we can never water our lawn ever so i found that i found that to be very interesting too uh let's see legalizing recreational cannabis increases its use researchers show so this is basically showing us that people uh, uh, in states that have legalized marijuana are using it 20% more. Now, this, I believe, I went through it a little bit, seems more of a slam on the uh, legalization of marijuana because they're saying that it's, it's getting used more in, in states that legalize than states that didn't legalize. The states that didn't legalize are still using it about the same. Yeah, because it's not fucking legal, you morons. It's not legal. So, of course, of course, we are going to see that uh, people in states that it's legal use it more because it's legal. And states that are not legal, well, we're using it more, too. We're just still not telling you. Right? Right? Cause you're not gonna know. Cause I'm still buying it from wherever I was buying it before. I'm not going to a dispensary, right? I'm not. I'm not buying it legally, even though I have bought it legally. But I'm still not. I'm in that gray area. But are we shocked, right? Am I? I'm not shocked. I'm not shocked that more people are using it. The thing that I was shocked about in this article was a simple fact that they weren't saying whether or not people were drinking less or doing less hard drugs or doing uh, better. You know, they're, they're just saying that, like, the usage is up. So was this a good idea? And it's like, well, yeah, yeah, it's a great idea. Actually, it's the best idea you've ever had. Legalize all drugs, you fucking morons. But just because we legalize all drugs doesn't mean more people are going to use those drugs just because they're legal. I think more people in legal and states that have legalized marijuana are drinking less. I think they're doing less heroin. I think they're doing less bad shit. I really do. I really... I mean, marijuana doesn't cause you to steal... It doesn't cause you to fucking do any of the crazy bullshit that crack and cocaine and fucking meth and all the rest of those fucking awful drugs cause people to do. But those hard drugs, no matter what you're doing on them, they're not, they're not good for you. Uh, I mean, they're more dangerous today than they ever have been just because of fentanyl. So if you don't know where you're getting it, don't fucking just, I'm going to try it. You know what I mean? That could be the last time you fucking touch it. Um, so, I mean, you don't get the same leniency that I got when I was a kid, just being able to fucking try shit and be like, I didn't like it or yeah, that was all right. Or I'm only going to do this for free and uh, shit like that. I, I, I would never do that today ever, but I'm not really shocked by this article one iota because of the simple fact that you didn't tell me what the good things were. You're just trying to make it sound like legalizing marijuana is bad, and it's not. Are we going to have complications with it? Are we going to find out that people are you know, it's not for everybody. Yeah, we're going to find all that stuff out. Yeah, 100%. It'll be fine though. It'll work itself out. There's a lot of people like myself who cannot drink. Doesn't make it doesn't make it so that drinking should be illegal right? They don't give a fuck that I can't drink. Oh, there's going to be a lot of people out there that can't eat edibles and can't smoke marijuana. That shouldn't be our problem. That's the one thing I can do. So everything is not for everybody. And when a state legalizes something that's been illegal for a hundred years, should I really be that shocked that more people are using it? No, if we could legalize all of this and actually give people good experiences, I bet you so many less people would die and it wouldn't be a thing anymore, right? Whenever I was told you can't do that or this, that's when I wanted to do it the most. So let's take that option out. I have noticed that, like, a lot of the parents today allow the kids to try things that normally my parents would not have. And I'm like, really? You're letting them try that? Well, yeah, because they're going to try it with or without me. So I'd rather have them try it with me around so at least I can help them through it. This one... Uh, I found to be very interesting. Now I cannot play the clip uh, with sound. I'm all. I, I. It's got music in it. I, I. These guys are in the middle of some shit that I'm going to discuss with you in a moment. Um. But I want you to see the picture in its entirety. Now this is a rapper. This is not a human. This is an AI generated rapper who has over 10 million subscribers what the fuck I listened to this now like I said I can't play the sound it's only 20 seconds long I'm just gonna play this while I talk everything about him is computer generated he's got all the dancing this is his cool whip he's living in the city you know what I mean He got all the dance moves. This is his mumble rap track, which I can't stand. But let's be real, mumble rap has amazing beats. Um, But that's the clip. So this guy is animated. He's AI. He is fake. Fake. Now, here's the funnier part. His voice is not fake. It's actually somebody's voice. And the reason I bring that up is because, one, I'm really fucking aggravated at the simple fact that there's 10 million of you out there that subscribe to this bullshit. It doesn't have a voice, so they had to get a voice. And that brings me to the next part of this. Is this is the man who voiced... The virtual rapper, FN Mika, says he will be suing the creators. Now, I can play this, and I will, because I believe this needs to be heard, because this is bullshit, and let's be real. I mean, I'm not against AI, but I'm not subscribing to him either.
2: Basically my lawyer's been reaching out to them to Brandon Lee and Factory New and their attorneys, but we haven't heard back as of yet and we haven't got an offer. So we're still waiting on that. But it's definitely legal action being taken place right now. Well, at the time, like I was young, you know, what I'm saying I had no representation. So and they didn't really have the money behind it as of yet. So they promised me equity. So I'm like, okay, I'm not we're just gonna basically it was like a collaboration. So we could do this together and just like build it up instead of like upfront money and stuff like that so basically i was doing the music for them and then the writing and doing all this, uh, the stuff for them and then they just me.
0: basically just be
2: compensated and shine light on because i'm sure there's other artists that have done things and haven't got credit for what they've done or compensated so i want to kind of shed light on that and Show that it's not cool just to use the culture and just ghost people and not compensate them. Cause this, I know it's, this industry that happens a lot. So that's basically what I would like to happen: be compensated and shine light on the situation. So I feel like certain things they posted after they stopped working with me was just like like the guy getting beat by the police. Like I wouldn't, I would be like, no, that's not a good idea. Like you know what I'm saying? There's different things. Like I would because I was giving them the cool aspect of it, like in the culture and all that stuff. So. I felt after they dropped me and stuff, they just it just got corny and just a whole it went left like a whole different direction. So I feel like I would have I could at least had an input to keep it down the narrow path, you know.
0: Unfucking fucking believable, just unbelievable. So I mean, granted he was young, right? He has no representation. He's got he's got no way of. Defending himself, right? Or representing himself either. This giant, this company just ghosts him? That's crazy. And now there's 10 million of you subscribing to these thieves. So if I was you, I would unsubscribe to these thieves. Because until this guy gets compensated for what he did for them... I mean, what are we doing here? We're we're allowing uh, this corporation, again, we're allowing a bigger corporation to squish the, the little mom and pop, right? The ones that are trying to make it and come up and, and they're just stealing and then not compensating and then being like, yo, check this out. And then 10 million of you were like, wow, this is dope, I'm subscribing. So... I don't know much about this AI world. I know it does frighten me. I know that I am not really looking forward to hyperlink or uh, no communication at all. Um, I'm not looking forward to any of that shit. I think that's all crazy. This corporation is not going to compensate this rapper for doing what he did for them, and now he has to sue them and go through all these Uh, legalities in order to get what is actually deserved, uh, which is just complete and absolute bullshit at the end of the day. But, um, you know, I want want more people to realize that all of this stuff doesn't come without some type of a cost. You know what I mean? And these big corporations do not give a fuck about us. But I hate all these assholes. I can't stand any of them. And especially when they steal from the little guy. And it's like, really, did you, do you need to steal from this guy here? Did, did, did the, the amount of money that you would have had to have dished out to compensate this person? Is it really that much from your bottom line that you're willing to go to court and drag this out just to prove that what? You can steal from everybody and it's okay? Okay. I'm so tired of this story. That's all they do. But, God damn it, I will not subscribe to anything AI right now. No way in hell. Especially since I know that there's a human attached to it somewhere. So, it's not fully AI yet. And because of that reason, I'm out. Uh, But that's the podcast today, everybody. I went a little long in the tooth there, but... You know, I had a lot to say. I gave you a couple short episodes the last couple weeks. Again, I've got more guests coming. Uh, I'm going to try to double up. I'm going to try and do as much as I can to give you as much content uh, towards the end of the year here. Uh, We're coming into fall. Oh, my God. Um, And, of course, you know, exciting things going on for me is, uh, you know, I'm coming up on that six years, uh, uh, sober from alcohol and I'm, I'm super pumped for it. I'm super pumped. I feel like I'm in a much better place today than I've ever been in my life. Um, I'm not saying that it's going to be all roses all the time, but right now it just feels really good to be in a good place, uh, mentally, um, and physically, uh, because I'm not drinking anymore. So for that, um, I'm just grateful and thankful. Um, and then of course the water fast will be uh, showing up in November. I'm letting everybody know now. Uh, give you a couple months to prepare for this one. Uh, like I said, it's five days of just water um, and it's gonna be fun. I'm telling you it is fun. it is great discipline you know I know you're all shaking your head at what is he talking about? How is not eating fun? Trust me. When you get to the end of that fifth day, and you get to eat again, one, it's orgasmic. It is amazing. I mean, the flavors, the the everything, just it it's so amazing. It's it's an amazing feeling, and um, the 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 grat the the gratification that you get from that amount of discipline is just so rewarding. And like I said, I do this every six months because it really shows me that it's very, very simple and easy to stay away from alcohol. If I can stay away from food, all of the things that I do for myself today, uh, is all about staying away from alcohol. Um, so I'm excited for it. I hope you're excited for the new things to come. And I greatly appreciate everybody out there. Thank you, as always, to all my subscribers. If you are new to the podcast, you're a new subscriber, thank you as well. All right. Thank you so much. Um, If you are new to the podcast, period, you're just stopping by, checking it out, hit that subscribe button, set those alarms so you know when all the new podcasts upload. And, of course, Share, rate, and review the podcast. All of this helps it grow, and I need your help to be doing it. If you want to get more involved with the podcast or be on the podcast as one of my next guests, or maybe you're looking for advice, or maybe you got some things you'd like to hear me talk about, Send an email, T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. That's talkingwithtopher at gmail.com. And, of course, you can follow me. I'm on social media, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. Again, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. Go ahead, give a follow. I appreciate it. And I just hope everybody has an amazing Thursday. I hope you enjoy the rest of it, whatever time it happens to be when you're listening, watching and checking this out. I hope you enjoy the rest of your Thursday. I hope you have an amazing weekend. All right? Be safe out there. Have fun. Enjoy your Memorial Day weekend. And remember, don't drink and drive. Get a fucking Uber, people. You don't need to do that anymore. Be safe. Be kind to one another. And as always, I will talk to you later.